Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts, romance authors and bi-coastal best friends for life. I'm Sky, author of the upcoming Gully Romance, Scoreless. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of the upcoming No Freaking Way. And together we are Sarah Sky, author of the best-selling Unlikely Pairing series. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast. And please do DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have. So today we're talking about something we've noticed happening a lot in the romance book world, and that is the decline of the third act breakup. Indeed. Indeed. This was a standard part of the romance arc forever and ever. Amen. And now the growing popularity is that people don't want to see it. Let's yeah. discuss it. <laughs> is, isn't that? Okay, so... It's kind of wild to me because um, you know how like every once in a while on social media, some um, like thread will explode about how like happily ever afters are absolutely necessary to mm-hmm. call any romance. And I completely agree with that. And anyone who like even tries to dispute that is usually like ripped a new a-hole and it's awesome. <laughs> because it's, it's like, it's, it's the, it's a tenement of, or not tenement, it's a tenant of like romance, right? Like you, yeah you need that. Otherwise it's a romantic fiction or it's something else. And like, I wouldn't say the third act to break up is as sacred as the happily ever after. Cause it's not, and I would never make that comparison, but I'm like, I have the same feeling sky. Like I was really surprised to see how it's sort of um, on the decline. It's still definitely prevalent like the majority of romances I read are still have, they still have a third act breakup of some sort. But the last few that I have don't, and they're and they're great and they're amazing. They're just as compelling. They're really, really incredible romances. But like people, like readers, really um, are really liking the no third act breakup. I think. And so I'm just good. like, yeah, I'm just curious to see like what you think about that, or like how <laughs> what readers right. think. Right. <laughs> I'm interested in the psychology of this. Okay, what in our current environment, our current culture is calling for this? What is unappealing about the third act breakup? I like, obviously, we are just two writers sitting in front of a screen trying to figure out the world. But um, I am curious as to why we could speculate that this would be. Do we think it has anything to do You know, I do also see a lot, a lot of posts about sort of like the dumpster fire of society and here I am reading my smutty books, right? And the escapism that romance has always offered, I think, is indeed leaned upon and vocalized even more now. So, like, I'm curious what the appeal of the no third act breakup is because I was thinking as we were prepping for this um, episode about why I like a third act breakup. Right. And in my, I was trying to think about like, what is it about it that I find appealing? And I think it's that it's offering 
a micro taste of the ups and downs of a relationship, right? Because even though we're going to guarantee you the HEA happily ever after, doesn't mean that everything is all stars and like sex all of the time, right? Our characters tend to be complex. And so we know that they will, you know, if were they real people, they would argue and they would have like, so the, to me, the third act breakup is a test of like the dedication, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I do find it appealing. And that's why you'll see it in a lot of my books, although we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, but I'm trying to figure out like why people are wanting that to not be a thing. Do you have a theory? So I do, but I, I think with like with anything else, it probably is dependent on the reader. Like if you ask 10 sure. readers who say that they like, yeah, I don't really like the third act breakup, they will give you 10 different reasons why they don't like it. Um, I, so and like we, I haven't done like deep dive research or anything like that. This is just like what I've been noticing on like social media and like what I've been noticing in the last year or so as a romance reader myself. I think that, um, so for some people, their criticism of third act breakup sometimes is that they don't feel genuine and it feels contrived and it just feels Mm -hmm. like shoehorned into the plot because the couple needs to break up. Okay. That's part of the formula and they have to get back together and reconcile and have this amazing like grovel I love you moment which I I totally understand because I definitely can think of more than one romance where I read the third act breakup and I'm like that sucked like it didn't feel Mm -hmm. satisfying it felt completely contrived I didn't feel it was like genuine or authentic to them as a couple and I completely understand why like as a reader, when you encounter that kind of third act breakup, mm-hmm. um, you're like, yeah, th- this is annoying. Like they should have just stayed together or have something else happen. Like I get that. So I think that is one reason I think is that sometimes you read a very unsatisfying third act breakup and you're like, you know what? I'd rather have no third act breakup than an mm-hmm. unsatisfying, like disingenuous or genuine, I don't know, disingenuous, disingenuine. I don't know what's the totally. word. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I, and I get that completely. Another, you know, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, what are your thoughts? I was thoughts just going to say, as you were saying that, I thought, I know one thing that critics, readers really don't like is when the breakup is hinged on a very flimsy miscommunication, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that drives a lot of readers bananas they're like I was liking this book and now I hate this book because she flipped out like kind of similar to what you said like for no reason or that the 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 breakdown occurred so flimsy that like if you had just had a conversation this would not have been three weeks of eating ice cream and crying on your couch right like out and that actually reminds me of our own whiskers and sunshine um which was not a flimsy miscommunication it was a choice made Right. It was a choice made. And I think that you can do a very strong third act breakup when a reader or when there is a motivation behind it. I do think the flimsy like, oh, I thought, you know, and it was certainly much popular, more popular in an earlier time. But I do think that right now, like that miscommunication, although I would also in favor of the miscommunication warrant that when you are head over heels in love with somebody like your brain is doing lots of crazy things and you have a tendency to be afraid of your own feelings to the point where things can blow up and be bigger. So 
In the defense of the miscommunication trope, I would say that it is not as unrealistic as some people may say, simply because it is so overwhelming to be in that level of love that we tend to write, right? The, this is it. I'm finished. I don't want to admit it. I don't know if I can admit it. I'm afraid to admit it. I'm going to take one excuse and run away. That can be valid if it's done well, I think. But it all depends. Like you said, it all depends. So what's another reason you th think of? Yeah. So, okay. So I just, I just want to say, like, I agree with what you said. Like, I feel like a lot of readers have a problem with the miscommunication trope when it's used as the reason for the third act breakup. I totally mm -hmm. get that, especially if it's like a crappy one. Mm -hmm. But I, I personally, I love, I love a good miscommunication. I love it. If it's done well, I freaking love it. It's so good because it makes, I don't know, just something about that. Also, I think it's very relatable. Like we all, yeah. like every single human being. Yeah. I would wager to um, guess that like a lot of our conflicts are rooted in miscommunication in some way. And I know like in a romance or rom-com, it's made a little bit more dramatic and comedic in a lot of ways, but like the root of it is, I think is still relatable and in real life. So uh, I don't know. I've written a lot of miscommunication. <laughs> They're back to break up. I, I love it. Um, but, but I get it. It's because I think you're right. Like before that was a very, like years, just even a handful of years ago, I think that was a really popular way to, to trigger the, um, the third act breakup. And, mm -hmm. and I agree. Some of them suck. And I can think of a few in my head. I'm not going to say what they are. Cause we're not here to criticize other books, but like, I can think of plenty in my head that I've read that I hated. I'm like, oh, this could have been so good if they had just gotten this miscommunication third act breakup a little bit tighter. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So an another reason that I think um, could be change the cause for a changing tide here when it comes to the third act breakup um, in romances is I just think like readers' attention spans are changing. And I think some, some readers just might want something different. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. that seems like a very simplistic maybe even like overly simple way to think of it but I honestly just from what I've noticed um like on social media and reading what feedback from readers and what books they like and what books they don't like I I don't know I just think readers especially if you're reading the same genre over and over and over again something different tends to like stick with you and if you like it that's what you kind of gravitate gravitate toward for a while and I think maybe there's an element of like there's a newness of having a lot of romances in the past year or so that don't have a third act breakup that readers like really like I don't know though that's just my own observation I don't know if I don't know if it's as simple as that it could be it's probably more complicated but just throwing it out there <laughs> so there are two different paths that my brain took when you said that the first one was about attention spans in general and the difficulty, like it is necessary for a book to fire off pretty, pretty rapidly in its own way. It doesn't mean that every, every book has to be just a, a litany of like either sex or action scenes, right? Readers will commit to a plot for sure, but given the multi tabs open 15 second reel society that we live in and indeed you know depending on one's age and what you grew up with your mind mental map doing like attention on something or interest in something is an interesting nuance of writing a book that will capture people's attention now right like that's very interesting 
But I also thought about how tightly in the face of that, or almost in defiance of that, like one thing I see a lot, especially like on TikTok, is how tightly people will cling to their favorite tropes. They're like, you can give me every single book that's enemies to lovers and I will read every one of them. Because like there's a belovedness to the familiarity. So it's like a funny dance of like unique, but also known, right? Which is, I mean, and has always been romance, right? That's the point of the genre. You are going to have a love story, how we get you there. We are going to use these tropes. How we put them together is what's going to have the fun part. But like just the acknowledgement of both, like, I want something fresh, but I want the same thing. And it's a funny matchup, but it, which doesn't sound like it makes any sense, but it actually does. So yeah. Honestly, that is that make what you said makes total sense because obviously like romance is super tropey. Like that's the whole mm-hmm. point of it. Like you have these tropes, these tried and true tropes that readers love, that's what they want and every time you deviate from that or every time you try to say like, "Oh, a romance doesn't need an HEA." Like they'll kill you over it, <laughs> you know? Um, but there is an element of like but I think you can change a little bit about it to make things fresh and new because like you said like attention spans are changing I think I think on the whole what reader romance readers want stays the same like they want a satisfying compelling love story that sucks them in and makes them feel like all the feels that makes their heart super beat they want like a book boyfriend that they would just like kill to bring into real life if they could make him real they would like they want all that stuff that's I don't think that stuff will never change it's just I wonder if there are simple little tweaks of like the story arc or like the types of tropes that romance has that like that's what can be changed yeah you know what I mean and maybe like this is kind this maybe has something to do with that like this is a little enough change where um it's not we're not changing like the genre or we're not changing what we love about it and it's kind of playing into an aspect of romance that some readers don't like because some readers don't like the third act breakup Mm -hmm. no matter what it is and I think you know you know it's funny because like in reading older romances not old but like you know five years ago shoot um Anytime I, or, well, or even like, let me take, take it back to, I would say my, yeah, like a little while ago, like 10 years ago, I was reading romances, but as soon as you go start reading romances, you know that no matter how much you love this couple, you knew that you would have to brace yourself for the moment that they broke up. And as you were saying, it was either like, I'm going to be torn apart and devastated for them, or I'm going to be like, what did you do? What did you do? (laughs) No, fools. So like, and you know, I was thinking, and I'm going to name this name because A, I'm not bashing them and B, they were my gateway. But Christina Lauren, like my gateway, beautiful bastard. Um, Super hot book, lots of dub con. Um, But there is a miscommunication trope. And your first book has the miscommunication trope. Like, I feel like that's not a thing I've leaned on as much. I've I've leaned more into like I'm struggling to communicate. Like if I think about Celeste and Ben, like she really couldn't communicate what she was trying to go through, right? So it wasn't like a misunderstanding. It was like a reaction, right? But anyway, point being, you just knew that you would have to brace yourself. And, you know, you knew that like you had 
three quarters of the book and it's like everything's perfect and it's like this what is this last page what are you going to do to me but again similar to what we've talked about you knew that you could keep going on the journey because there was no question that eventually it would work out but would it work out satisfactorily would you be satisfied with the the disintegration and would the reunion be good because quite frankly sometimes you know in certain books which i'm not going to name like the breakdown or the breakup was like yeah this probably wasn't the best for you so Mm -hmm. like getting back together it's like i'm not sure this was a good idea (laughs) you know so you also have to be careful with that element right like if i've bought that this character should be with this character don't make me question it (laughs) don't make me figure she's better off about him right so, yeah, there's a lot. It's an interesting. The psychology of it is interesting. I do always wonder, or I do wonder these days about how the changes in like our lifestyle, like post 2020 has also affected this sort of movement, like how much more people want some ele- element of stability, mm-hmm. right? Like some given, like, I know this is okay. Again, you know, it's going to be okay. We're going to give you the HEA, but maybe it's a little bit more of that comfort too i don't know that's pure speculation and nobody's ever told me that but honestly that that's a really good point sky i feel like that probably plays into it for some readers like when real life is very unstable and unpleasant and stressful and other awful things when you read you do or at least for me I read to escape and entertain myself. And the reason why I read romance is because it's a happy, (laughs) it's a happy story. It's a happy avenue. I know I'm going to be happy um, reading it. And I know it's going to put me in a good mood. And I know it's going to distract me from whatever is upsetting me in my real life. And I can totally see how like, as a reader, you don't want to be stressed out in that way (laughs) with the thing that you're using to escape. Um, I noticed, I have noticed too, that like in the books that I've read that happen to not have a third act breakup that I still find very emotionally compelling, there's still like some sort of conflict happening for the characters. I've like separately, like Mm -hmm. one character is having her issues, the other character is having his issues. Mm -hmm. And so there's still like stuff happening there's still like emotional turmoil it's just not happening between them and they are like they are having um like they might have like minor conflicts or like certain like challenges in being together especially if it's like an enemies to lovers trope Mm -hmm. um so there like there's a conflict in that sense so that's happening because I I have read you know romance without third act breakup and the characters get along and like it doesn't release like well then what's your conflict you don't have any conflict and then like some weird random thing happens in in one of their lives and like that's kind of the conflict but like they handle it really so like and it's still fine like it's still happy but you know like it's not the same it doesn't feel as satisfying you know yeah so making a gesture it's like a little up a mountain and then a little tail in the end okay (laughs) Let me take you back to the days that I taught middle school. All right. Because no matter what your genre is, and yes, you can play with this. Yes, it is flexible. But the basic plot arc of any book, any story, exposition, rising action to a conflict, falling action to resolution. All right. Let me get out my chalkboard. But my point is this. If you do not have a third back breakup, you have got to have a climax 
I know all the jokes. I know we have plenty of climaxes in our books, but you must have a plot climax. And if you don't, your book is probably boring. Sorry, not sorry. Right. Like it shouldn't be random. It shouldn't be a non secular to the plot. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, I saw this coming all along. But like. You know, he's suddenly like mysteriously sad and then we found out his mom dies. No, you can't drop that on us. Right. Like there it has to whatever it is, it has to come to a head. I know there's all the jokes, all the jokes. But seriously, in a plot. It's not enough to just bang, 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 happy ending, right? Like something needs to happen to test, to put a pressure test, right? Even if it's not a pressure of will they or will they not break up? It's like something needs to be pressing down on the characters to show a satisfying resolution. And if you don't, then you haven't really followed the plot line of a basic story, right? So genre aside, you do need a climactic element in the story. Done. Right. Yeah. And maybe so. that's what the lesson is, like as authors that we can take from that, like maybe we don't need to be so fixated on a third act breakup if we're hitting every other plot point and the characters are going like maybe something in their environment is putting them mm-hmm. to the test or, me, you know, like whatever it is, like it totally depends on the story you're writing and like what the trope is and all that stuff. But like. I don't know, part of me is kind of like excited to think that maybe at some point I'll write a romance that won't have a third act breakup and I won't be freaking out about it because I'm like, that's okay because the characters are going through hell in this way, but they're going to like struggle through it together. And they kind of fought a little bit in the first part of the book, but they're good now. And so I'm not going to make the reader like go through the emotional gauntlet of like them breaking up, but like I'm going to put them through the gauntlet in this way because this other stuff is happening and they're like, struggling to dealing with that like I don't know like it's kind of exciting in a way thinking like we can take this liberty with our genre and not have to worry about being like dropped by readers you know quite so well yeah I was going to ask because it is as we record the middle of January 2024 so I was going to ask if as you look out over 2024 you are in in any way a no third act romance breakup era (laughs) <laughs> okay so not, not currently i um okay. i just so my book that's coming out no freaking way right spoiler alert <laughs> there's there's probably gonna be a third act breakup unless i change something about that um and then the next book i'm working on there is a third act breakup because again okay. like i love a good third act breakup it's i don't know mm-hmm. i freaking love it but in the last year or so when I've been reading more romances that don't have the third act breakup, like my creative brain has been turning like, oh, I, I have an idea of how I could like do this, a romance with this trope and how I could not have a third act breakup. So like, I think there will be a book at some point that I published this year that won't have it, that will not okay. have a third breakup. How about you? Well, since we're talking about it, I will say, no spoilers, sweetheart, but Scoreless does not have a third act breakup. So my upcoming book, I might be in my no third act breakup era because Scoreless, you know, and when I was plotting this book a long time ago, like I was like, well, how are they going to break up? But then as I went to bring it to publication in February, I was like, you know, I think I can do something different. And indeed, there is a climactic element at the end. Um, You know, there is a there is climax. And 
uh, it is not out of nowhere and early readers are really enjoying it. So I was like, yay, because I, I tried my hand at a no third act because similar to what you were saying, like these two characters are a little bit enemies to lovers, definitely like a dislike to love. And it was like, do I put that back? Like, do I bring that roaring back right now? This one, the trust bond has been built. Something else is going to test these two characters. So they will be tested, um, but it is a romance. And my book after that, my subsequent book, which will be book five in the Auntie Bell series, all about James Addison, um, actually is not going to have exactly a third act breakup either, uh, nor will my 90s book, but I'm not going to say more on that because then you're going to be like, you told me there was no third act breakup and there kind of is and there kind of isn't. So I'm just going to leave you with that for now. But all that to say, I am dabbling in the no third act breakup for now. That's exciting. Mm. I, I think this is, honestly, I feel like this is like a cool moment, maybe in, yeah. in the romance genre. Like, um, and it's again like one of the reasons why I love romance is that I think we have a lot of like freedom and leeway to do whatever the hell we want, as long as yeah. we, you know, ruin what readers love most about it, which is the happily ever after. Right. That will never change. And if you're right, if you think you're writing romance without happily ever after, you're not, you're writing romantic fiction, just FYI. Yes. Um, and really, I don't like, I think to say whether or not your book has a third act breakup or not a third act breakup, I don't think it's necessarily a spoiler. I'm seeing more and more no. like, um, like, you know, on social media or on like Goodreads yeah. or post reviews when they talk about what they, what a book is about, they'll a lot of times they'll just put like no third act breakup in order to draw in readers who are like, oh yes, I don't want to read a third act breakup yeah. next time. Like that appeals to them. It's like, again, it's, maybe it's like a safety comfort thing. They know that they're not going to be, their heart's yeah. not going to be broken <laughs> in that way. You know, yeah. And to our readers, like I would just really, I mean, and I think obviously, you know, if you're reading us, then you know, then you're okay with some third act breakups, but like rest assured your beloved romance author will give you the happily ever after, right? Like, so absolutely, you know, revel in things that are not a breakup that are climax and then revel in a little bit of like the tragedy of a third act breakup because, you know, and like last note on that is like, one thing I was going to say is third act breakup isn't really realistic whatsoever, right? Like, and I'm not saying it cannot happen. I'm not, please don't hear that. Please don't hear that. Um, my parents had a breakup, right? My parents' love story had a third act breakup and then there they were. And 44 years later, here they are. But I don't think it is terribly common, the breakup and now we're really in love, right? Like, I just don't think, like, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it's not absolutely some people's lives, but to me, and at least from my own experiences, if you break up, you probably should have stayed break, broken up. And then if you don't stay broken up and you get back together, well, probably going to break up again. But that is not true for everybody. That's just my, I heard it from a friend. Um, no, but seriously, like, I think that's part of it is, is not, not very common in real life. And the whole idea of just like, oh, I'm in love with you. Oh, go away. Bye is not really the way a lot of people navigate relationships, I don't think. And I don't think it's a healthy way to navigate a relationship, to be honest with you. But I still think it works great in fiction, and I think it is delicious when it's done right. That's just how we do it. Oh, 
That was good for me, Sarah. Was it good for you? Hell yeah, it was good for me. Ooh-wee. First one of the year. Love it. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I'm going to stop for a moment and just say, look, I've said this a lot. We say this a lot. We say this every time. Stop right now. Whatever platform you're listening on, hit us some stars, okay? We need some reviews out there. Please go ahead and just tap those stars. We would really appreciate it. And thank you, thank you, thank you for 10,000 downloads of the Quick and Dirty Romance podcast. I have to shout that out right now because I am so thrilled that we keep bringing you something you want to listen to. So drop us a review and keep on listening. And in the meantime, go ahead and read our books. You know what they are. And if you don't, you can find out more about us on Instagram. Together, we are author Sarah Sky. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at author Sky McDonald. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you. So reach out and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll see you again soon. Bye.